Oh, you know, friends, you just gotta pace yourself during this time of year. I, I know it's easy to get uh, swept up in the spirit of the season, but it uh, could lead to very unfortunate consequences. Well, for instance, like getting your eyelids tattooed, <laughs> deciding to prove to your friends that you can really do a backflip off your car, <laughs> then. Waking up in the ER. Staggering off to take a leap and realizing you're on stage whizzing on the drummer. Hey! Admitting to one of your buddies you've always had sexual fantasies about his mother. <laughs> Getting into a fight with the coat check girl and getting your ass handed to you. Seasonal crinkling, friends, and uh, welcome in to this, the 186th edition of Fusebox, bodaciously entitled Crackurate. And uh, I'm your lifelike recreation of an actual simulated host. Mark Rose, and over there, resplendent in a bright red elf's cap, is the Archbishop of Amplitude, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. <laughs> Love the antlers, too. Nice touch. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to make it my own, you know? <laughs> oh, I do indeed. Uh, no, yeah. You know, I actually, I thought for a second it was a uh, nod towards the Norse Traditions. Huh? <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, you know, Mr. Keynes, we are rapidly approaching the last couple of programs left uh, in this year. Holy carp. You're right. Oh, which means clip show, baby. Yes, it does. But uh, as we always like to uh, spin those a tad differently each year, this year, is absolutely no exception to that trend, as we have a lovely rendition of The Night Before Thursday, written by our collaborator in audio crime, Jeff Pollard, and was graciously read by our master thespian in residence, Bremerton Castlewhite. Now, was he wearing pants this time, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm certain he was, Mr. Keynes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's coming up in the next program, so be sure to pour yourself an extra-tall whiskey mug of holiday cheer for that one, friends. Yeah, I might need a couple of mugs. Yeah. Our uh, show title on this outing, Crackurate, is, uh, well, I, uh, to me, it's rather self-explanatory. Uh, yeah, we are living in times of great crackuracy. Well, just ask the very dead ghost of Hugo Chavez. For a dead guy, he's been uh, extremely busy these uh, last few years, rigging elections and all that stuff. Well, then there's the Jewish space lasers starting all the forest fires. Yeah. 
And uh, speaking of pots overflowing with crackurate thinking, attorney and woman pleading the 11th, because it sounds more lawyerly, Sidney Powell, well, she's got some susplaining to do to the feds, evidently, who are now looking for more explanations to uh, some of her shenanigans, <laughs> including a scam of misappropriating funds for her personal legal battles with the folks at Dominion. Oh, you remember them. They're the ones who filed a multi-billion dollar anti-defamation suit. Yeah, that'll be a fun watch. <laughs> Probably not for her, though. <laughs> Uh, let me, let me share this. We, we do have some, uh, great news to share with you, friends, as, um, allow me to be the first to announce that we have a new member of the Fusebox family. Uh-oh. Okay, am I gonna need some kind of hazmat suit or protective armor for this thing? I mean, man, every time you add a new pet around here, I'm never really sure what to prepare for. Oh, no, nothing to, no, no, nothing to be alarmed about, Mr. Keynes. Uh, she is perfectly agreeable to the surroundings here. She? Wait, 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 are, are we talking Yes, about I'm going to flip all the cards, Mr. Keynes. I'm referring to our newest asset to the Fusebox portfolio, our social media maven, Regina Carroll. Oh, well, holy carp. Well, sure, yeah, yeah, we, uh, um, well, we, we met each other, uh, the other day. I, I was, uh, uh, doing a photo shoot. Yeah, and you know what? You should have asked her in the first place, because she knows her way around a camera, all right? It's a vocation of hers, and we're not talking about, uh, you know, Kodak Instamatics here. Bro, how old are you? <laughs> Instamatics. Well, I'm just saying that these days, it seems that, you know, everybody is a photographer. You know, they have a camera in their pocket, sometimes a pretty sophisticated one. And uh, so everybody can shoot and tweak and make it look like a quality shot. Well, a Sears quality shot, not a real quality shot. So it's, uh, it's really different when you actually know what the hell you're doing. So uh, she's going to be handling all the social media stuff, yeah? Damn straight, Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> we so desperately need assistance in that department. And, and hey, Mr. I Hate Social Media Canes, she will make even you want to contribute to the cause. Oh, hell no. I'm, no, I'm not going No, no, any. no. Let her show you. You'll be amazed. She will completely disarm your fears, my friend. You, you might even uh, respond to things once in a while. You, you think? Well, look, we'll see. But I, I don't make any promises at all, expressed or implied. Have you been reading a lot of agreements lately? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's grand, and uh, you, uh, you all will get to meet her more formally soon as she is uh, helping us to shape the next year of progress with this here program because uh, <laughs> I know this is going to come as a shock. We will be entering our eighth year, friends. <gasps> yeah. So uh, we're, we're just as happy as a bevy of Turkish aqua gophers on a slip and slide. 
You know, I bet you she could have shot that, too. Yeah, I really should have talked to her about that photo shoot, I guess. But, uh, well, I, I had my hands full that day, man. Well, yeah, quite literally full, as this will attest to. Damn it! Get back here! Steve! Carl, hold still! Come on! Oh, Winona! Slow down! Melt! What the holy heck is going on in here? Oh, oh my god! What are those things? They're adorable! Yeah, and they're fast! They're my pet fallopian racing hamsters. Will you help me grab them? I'm trying to create the nativity scene for my Christmas cards. You know, I think I liked you better before I met you. Fuse box. Sundays at 6 p.m. on KMWV 98.3 FM. Yeah, that went a bit sideways. Clearly. Yeah. So, uh, may I inquire? Why were you building a nativity scene in the first place? <laughs> You're not a particularly religious person. Well, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it would look cute. Cute. Will wonders never cease? So this calls for a hearty welcome aboard to Regina Carroll as she embarks on probably the oddest voyage she's ever been hijacked to endure. Yes. Welcome aboard. Yeah. yeah, be mindful of the overhead bins. Truly grand to have her with us here at the show. Yeah, and it only took seven years to find her. Uh, well, true. But you know what they say, Rome was not built in a day. I think Altoona was, though. Oh, good to know. Yes, you people have created quite a stir. The show for everybody. But not everybody will like it. Fusebox. Thefuseboxshow.com <laughs> hey guys, what are you doing? Oh, wrapping Christmas presents, huh? I don't know if duct tape is very Christmassy. So, uh, what's the problem here? Oh, well, yeah, having opposable thumbs does make life easier. Eco, Milo, who's in the box? And, and where's Milt? I don't care if you did punch holes in the box. You can't mail a human being. Get him out of there. So where were you sending him anyway? Utah! Fuse box. Okay, so... Do you want to explain how you ended up in a... I am not talking about that one. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, we, we, just, we just can't seem to quite get free of all the damn virus, friends. We have another contender for uh, disruption. The uh, Omicron variant. Sounds like one of those Transformer robots. <laughs> Hey there, 
I'm, uh, I'm Omicron. Yeah, I, I was kinda hoping to team up with you guys and, you know, save the world and stuff. Guys? Yeah. I don't know. At this rate, we'll just be in a seemingly uh, perpetual holding zone as these things keep presenting themselves. I mean, at some point, this has got to fade away. Before it starts to look like a plan? Well, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, it, is, it is troubling, I will admit, that uh, it's just one damn thing after another. And hey... I get the whole mutating viri thing. That's what they do. Especially if they're helped along. <laughs> I'm not quite prepared to go there yet, Mr. Keynes. Clearly, it has been documented that uh, research has been conducted on how uh, virulent this thing can become. Yep. But uh, I'm just not ready to say that it's some uh, nefarious plan. At least uh, not today. <laughs> Well, what if we got one called the Snuffleupagus variant? Oh, that's clear. Then I just fire the writers. <laughs> yeah. One thing I want to acknowledge uh, that we uh, we didn't get to on the last show was the uh, conviction of those three uh, uh, guys in Georgia for the uh, cold-blooded murder of uh, Ahmad Arbery. The uh, jury of 11 uh, white folks, yeah, and one African-American chap, found the defendants guilty on all charges, and I, for one, am, uh, yeah, delighted, relieved, and uh, maybe a wee surprised on the side, but uh, definitely pleased to see that justice seems to have been served here. But uh, only after a rather tumultuous pre-trial bag of awfulness, uh, one of the uh, chief prosecutors, now under investigation, and facing possible disbarment, uh, didn't even want to file charges on at least one of the guys involved at first. Let me guess, they were uh, second cousins twice removed from a previous inbreeding session? <laughs> Fair question. Not sure. But the whole thing was uh, not the ever-so-excellent legal choreography some have uh, made it out to be in the press. It just proves that uh, justice oftentimes will, uh, in spite of the landmines and uh, gas lasers uh, firing at it, it will find a way. I'm sure they're going to be appealing this, of course. Oh, probably. Little hope of uh, reversing this, though. As a matter of fact, it's quite possible that the, the, uh, the more they return to this case, the greater the possibility that more pretrial bungling will emerge. The Fagursky Journal. Oh, well, friends, it's time for a little update on this new project I've been involved in, the radio adaptation of Richard Holton's premier hypertext novel, Fagursky at Findhorn on Acid. Now, uh, for those unfamiliar with this format, and I'm sure there might be one or two, the uh, hypertext novel lives entirely in the cyber realm. It's not printed in any 
tangible form, it uh, can't be held in your hands, per se. Well, I mean, you could lift the computer monitor if you wanted. I suppose if you were wanting to be so concrete, Mr. Keynes, I suppose you could do that. But uh, most would probably use a mobile device, if that was their intent. Well, yeah, I I guess. Yeah. So, uh, layered there within the normal text, uh, on occasion, placed with great purpose and intention, are hyperlinks. Uh, Just like the ones we all happily click on these days to get whisked off to wherever we have chosen to go. But in the case of these links, additional information about the uh, character or additional scenes or a completely different scenario for the ending can be generated for the reader to explore. So, needless to say, uh, attempting to uh, uh, adapt an epic work such as this (laughs) would be a, a wee daunting for most, but fearlessly taking up the challenge was our buddy John Barber from Washington State University's Creative Media and Digital Culture Program in association with the gifted folks at the Electronic Literature Lab, headed up by uh, Dini Gregar, whose uh, team there really rescued this from virtual obscurity, as uh, many of these uh, software tools, or perhaps even the media used to store the work in the first place, may have slipped through the digital cracks in the uh, cyber flooring to become obsolete, or at the very least, unreadable. So now we have this wondrous adaptation nicely condensed from just one possible pathway in this novel and uh, handily introducing the uh, major players in this wonderfully absurdist epic. Uh, Last time out, We presented a short clip where we uh, heard a description by Shana, portrayed by Mago Weston, one of the Findhorn ambassadors at the fabled Friday night sharing event held in the village hall there, of the marvelous and somewhat mythical mechanical pig demonstrated on stage by uh, Frank Vigursky himself. This time out, we get to hear from another of our primary characters as portrayed by Patricia Blem a French-Moroccan gal named Fatima Michelle Vieux-Changer, a mysterious woman with an even more mysterious past and one heck of a trip coming up. So what you did there. Yeah. The acid was a new twist, and I better develop a plan of action. Right. Here it is. Listen to good music. Avoid mirrors and modems. Avoid thoughts about fear of heights. Losing control. Death. Pain. Misery. If unpleasant thoughts intrude, try a mantra. Or move physically to a new location. Don't forget to say goodbye to the previous spot. Eat an orange. Study the orange's layers. (laughs) 
move my body at least once an hour, but not more than twice an hour. Look around. Don't be in a hurry. The most important thing is to recapture the mechanical peak. Oh, it's going to be a fun ride, friends, I assure you. The next time on the Figursky Journal, we'll meet Nhân Van Do, the Vietnamese cup flipper. Yeah. Figursky at Findhorn on Acid, coming to broadcast radio and streaming on January 17th, 2022. And I'll be posting all the locations and times as uh, we get closer to the launch of this thing. Now, weren't you telling me that this thing is going to have uh, some kind of showcase, like like in Italy or something? Well, you are correct, Mr. Keynes. The uh, Electronic Literature Organization holds its uh, annual conference in um, always some remarkable locale to acknowledge the significant works that were done uh, during the year. And this year, uh, this summer sometime, it's uh, going to be held in Lake Como, Italy, (laughs) at which time we are sincerely hoping to arrange a gallery listening party to sample at least a a small segment or two or nine of this thing. Holy carp, so are you going? I mean, if they let you into the country, (laughs) I'd be honored to attend this thing for sure. It would be a first for me as I've, (laughs) I've never been to Italy. And I have a very funny feeling I'd really like Well, it. hell, bro. Once you get your uh, felonies all ironed out, you should be fine. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and with that felonious assault, we shall gather up our cracktacular artifacts, falsified documents, and uh, squeeze through the hole in the window frame. But not before thanking our contributors to this edition of the show. Patricia Blem, Eric Newsom, and Jeff Pollard. And of course, a big welcome and a bouquet of clapping balloon hands to our newest collaborator in audio crime, Regina Carroll. Thanks, as always, to the nimble fingers and eagle eyes of the Deacon of Dials over there, Milk Kane, technical assistance, and so on and so forth. A pleasure is all. And a hearty, non-crackurate-infused blast of thanks to you, friends, for pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. We know there's a, a, a lot vying for your attention these days. For instance, those socks aren't going to rearrange themselves, now are they? Yeah, but before you separate the plaids from the argyles, how about you smash that subscribe button and give us, like, 11 out of 5 stars and stuff like that there. Yes, it would be especially wonderful if you did that, since it makes listening to this program so easy, effortless as it is, as it would just magically appear for you. Also, and we'd be just giddy with delight if you would heed Eddie's advice here. Hey, it's as simple as pie. You go to thefuseboxshow.com and click on the shopping tab. And like flippin' magic, there you are. Oh, and if you're one of those book of face folks, click on the Shop Now button on the Fusebox Show Facebook page. Okay? Also, quick as a button. There you go. Enough said. A truly wonderful thing there. 
Because if you did that, it uh, really helps us uh, keep the lights on and... Uh, uh, but maybe not from falling from the sockets, evidently. I have been your pre-digested for easy absorption host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fusebox has not been sponsored by Hippie Janine's Essential Oils, even though everyone knows that shit doesn't really work. The pretentious coffee shop where nerds and unpublished poets go. That local band who sort of had a minor hit record back in the 80s. The weird pet store downtown that doesn't sell pets with fur. And by Goober, ride sharing for rednecks. In the god dang heck! God darn it, this dang old truck has let me down for the last dang time, I swear! But how am I ever gonna get Uncle Daddy and Shirlene and them to the dang MAGA rally now? I done spent my dang disability check on AR-15 assault rifles, cigarettes, and this here camouflage bulletproof underwear! Ain't there nobody what can help a good God-fearing American patriot out in his time of need during these here uncertain transportational times of sorrow and misery? Try Goober. What the dang heck? Who said that? Come on out. Just because I can't see you don't mean I won't shoot you. Easy there, Jimmy. Goober is here to help. A prompt, courteous, and friendly unemployed actor is on his way right now to offer you a lift. Well, I'll be danged. Slap my ass and call me Sally. Save it for prison, Jimmy. Save it for prison. Remember, friends, next time your old truck, 68 Dodge Charger, Monster 4x4, or jacked-up 83 Camaro keeps you from making it to the rally, insurrection, or voter suppression on time, call Goober. Ride-sharing for Rednecks. I'm Spooge Luger, and this has been another unasked-for but somehow necessary edition of 